0: Hello from the Clio Cloud Conference 2017 in New Orleans, Louisiana. I'm Joshua Lennon, the lawyer in residence at Clio. And I'm Eric Ben, the director of product at Clio. And I'm Ernie Ben. I'm the director of design at Clio. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. <laughs> we're back. Thank you so much for joining us on the road. It's a pleasure to be here in the Big Easy. Today we're talking about new Clio. So for those of you who haven't yet heard, Clio has reinvented itself. And we're here today with two of the people behind that, Eric Bin and Ernie Bin. You guys are brothers, right? Yep, yeah, that's true. I'm the uh, older one by three years. <laughs> by three years. And you've already told us your titles, but what do you do at Clio?
1: So, uh, as director of product, I'm responsible for building out what our strategy is, uh, our roadmap on what we're going to work on, because we get thousands of requests from our customers, but we can't always do them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, my team prioritizes that list, works on the business case, and starts figuring out how we're actually going to solve it for them.
2: Okay. And Ernie? Well, once the product managers have, have figured out what we need to go solve, then my team figures out how to solve that problem. Mm-hmm. So we look at what successful outcomes look like for our customers. What are the problems that they have? and and what do they stumble over? And how do we make that as seamless and as easy as possible? How do we take work out of their hands and make it
0: amazing when they use it? You guys have done an amazing job with Nucleo. Clio. It all, from the customer's point of view, started in the 2016 Clio Cloud Conference when Jack announced Project Apollo, our moonshot. But for you, Eric, it actually started much earlier than that.
1: Yeah, um, I've been with Clio for two and a half years, and I think of the project as starting when I started at Clio at that point. Uh, Projects like this take years to, to actually do, so I already started working on that, building the right team, thinking about the right processes, understanding our customers properly, uh, getting Ernie to join us uh, yeah. nine months after uh, I started. The heavy
0: lifting, though, started when Jack announced it at ClioCon. So at CleoCon 2016, he basically gave you a year to reinvent Clio, <laughs> how did you react when you saw that announcement on stage? With with much uh, with a lot of terror. <laughs> <laughs> what was after after the terror subsided, which I think was yesterday? Uh, what was your next step? Um, th- thinking through, we, I think we largely had a list of what we
1: wanted to work on and what the mm-hmm. key problems were. That didn't mean that we fully understood how to build a solution. Okay, and that's when it was, we had it to hit the road had to start talking to customers even more than we already did. So in some in the last year and a half, we've spent over 600 hours talking to customers uh, mm-hmm. in phone interviews and video calls. And we've spent over 60 days on the road in law firm offices, spending time understanding how lawyers use the product.
0: Now, how many people were, were visiting law firm offices from the Clio team? So it was not just you mm-hmm. and Ernie, yeah. but... All sorts of designers, product developers, coders were all accompanying you guys?
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, Every product manager was on the road. Every designer ended up on the road. And developers, when the opportunity presented itself also joined (laughs) in.
0: Yeah, and Ernie, I'm going to turn to you. So once we had visited and kind of learned a little bit more about the pain points that Mm -hmm. lawyers were experiencing with Clio, you started coming up with designs and suggestions. How do you then put those in front of customers and see, are we on the right track Mm -hmm. to our final new form of Clio? Right.
2: Well, I think our our design process started with really a reinvention of how we worked. Okay. Um, We moved away from guessing we moved away from designing what we wanted to design Mm -hmm. and so we took that customer research and we really focused on a new rigorous process that, that we figured out. Mm-hmm. So we started prototyping a lot more. We mm-hmm. started having, uh, after these conversations with our customers, we'd bring back concepts. We'd do concept testing, you know, mm-hmm. are we in the ballpark? Are we are we getting closer to solving your problem? And then we build out actual digital prototypes or even sometimes paper prototypes that we put in front of them. Mm-hmm. And we, we essentially run tests to help understand whether these prototypes actually solve the problems that they've been bringing to us. And mm-hmm. we found a lot of success, but we also found things that we may have missed or or didn't quite understand properly. So, from those tests, we learn more about our customers, and we continue to refine that process until we can finally ship a beta product that we we really get in their hands and ask them to use for real and start using doing real work. So and it that, was
0: a, a collaborative process absolutely. all the way through, with a lot of Clio using law firms.
2: Absolutely, we had uh, a lot of amazing customers who were incredibly generous with their time, mm-hmm. who shared uh, tons of knowledge and insight, and worked with us through through all these things that we're trying to solve for them. And they work with our developers, our product managers, our designers, a really collaborative effort to understand Mm -hmm. what we're doing uh, and make sure everyone on our side who's working through that understands uh, what those successful outcomes that we talked about are. We want to make sure that
0: we're making the right choices based on like what success looks like for our customers. And Eric, we've actually talked about some of the choices that we've helped make on our customers' behalf on how we display certain types of information. So mm-hmm. sometimes you were talking about that information needs to be distraction-free, and mm-hmm. sometimes it needs to be kind of information-dense. Mm-hmm. How do we go about deciding between those two types of design and functionality mm-hmm. with our customers' input? Yeah, so
1: um, a couple of examples are um there are tasks that our customers need to have accessible all the time. So we put the timer and timekeeper and the uh, global create in the main navigation. So it's always accessible because Mm -hmm. uh, while you're working in the flow of things, you're going to need to access that information. Conversely, you'll also have things where we want you to be distraction free. You need to record a payment and you're going to return back to the thing that you need to do. But there's a lot of information required to record a payment properly. Mm -hmm. So we make those distinct choices of, well, in some cases, it's just a pop up over the window because it's a quick task. You just move on on it. But Mm. recording payments takes a little bit more time, a little bit more thought, and you want to be distraction-free and really focused. Um, I think Ernie can speak a little bit more to that as well.
0: Oh, yeah, Ernie. So what helps make the design choice on Mm -hmm. where we put information and how accessible it is to a customer at any point in time?
2: I think one important thing that we did as designers is really focus on the context of any given view. Mm -hmm. So we we don't just kind of reuse templates just because the information fits on that. Okay. We, we look at each step of the process and say, what does a customer need to know at this point? And what decision are they trying to make? Mm-hmm. And how do we prioritize? And and when it comes to things like density or, or, or how in view something is, we really focus on making sure that we know the step before and after. You mm-hmm. know, what's the flow? How do we tie that together and make sure that we're, we're making that choice? So that's really our focus is understanding within the context of where they are, what does success look like? And how do we, or, or what do we need to do? What levers do we need to pull to make sure that that happens for them?
0: That's really great. And it creates kind of a design workflow and a design language is how you describe it in the new Clio.
2: Yeah, we talk about some foundational pieces and our design language is one of those. And design language is just what we, we think of as A visual vocabulary that we share with our customers so that when they see a button that's potentially blue, they know exactly what that's going to do. That's going to take them to the next step. They see a button that's gray. They know that's probably a a secondary action like cancel. They see a red button and they know that's going to destroy something. That's going to delete something from their system. But visually, they don't have to read anymore. They can just see the buttons and know with a high degree of accuracy what they should click on to move forward and get, get their work done.
0: So I want to highlight one more thing in the new Clio experience, Mm -hmm. and that is even if you weren't a law firm that had been interviewed or had been part of the beta test, that they were contributing feedback even if they didn't know it. So Clio tracks different type of usage stats, Mm -hmm. and it's led to some really smart design choices. So Mm -hmm. for example, Ernie, you brought up one thing that I had never thought of in our mobile app, Mm -hmm. and that is how long a person's thumb is, and how much they have to move their hand to reach a certain type of activity. Mm-hmm. And that made us adjust our mobile app in what ways?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we when we design, we think about a lot of things, and human mm-hmm. factors is one of those. So when we redesigned the mobile app last year, we made sure that the navigation moved to the bottom of the screen, closer to thumb. So with one-handed use, it was really easy to move across the entire application. Mm-hmm. And when we added Global Create, where customers could add any of the objects such as uh, tasks or, or timers, we made it simpler and easier. But we also put timer, which was the number one used, uh, essentially link in that global create. We put that right under the thumb. You know, we wanted to make sure that there was no stretching involved. If that's what a customer is doing. You know 50 60 percent of their day we want to make it so that there's really as effortless as an experience as possible for them
0: and in the web app we had to make kind of a similar determination with the search bar so eric mm-hmm. how were law firms using the search bar mm-hmm. in previous clio and how has it changed yeah. in new clio yeah. so one of the big changes we've
1: made with the search bar wasn't only to move it from one side of the screen to the other but to actually make it much larger and display more information and it goes back to the fact that ad law firms put more and more information into their firm into Clio that it becomes harder and harder to just browse that uh, you you don't want to click around on links to get get to somewhere so we made it really important that the search bar had to contain more information so now instead of just seeing that uh, matter number you also see the matter description and we're gonna continue to add more information in there and we're seeing the results of that that our lawyers are now finding the right search results on their first try, 78% of the time versus 70% of the time. Mm-hmm. And now that we're rolling out Apollo with the with the new Cleo and the wider search bar, that number is probably going to go up even higher.
0: And so not only is search more useful, it's faster.
1: Yeah. So it, if you had to go to the search results page, that would often take you anywhere from 5 to 20 seconds, depending on how big your firm is. Mm-hmm. Now, if we can show you the results in the quick search bar, that's half a second. And our customers do over a million searches a week on our site. So we're talking thousands of hours that they potentially are saving.
0: That's amazing. So, is Nucleo done? What goes next into Nucleo, or what work yeah. will you, the Bin brothers be focusing on? Yeah. I'd say um, one of the things,
1: Ernie touched on this earlier, is that it's a change in mindset about how we build, mm-hmm. that we're focused on outcomes rather than outputs. So, the, the, we have three unique values obsess about our customers, invent on their behalf and outcomes over uh, uh, outputs. Outputs Mm -hmm. means a checklist of features. Outcomes Mm is, I'm helping you focus on getting more utilization out of your day. You currently bill only two hours a day. We want to help you get to eight. And that's sort of a never-ending type of problem. Uh, We want to help you get paid faster, collect faster, collect more. And that's also a bit of a never-ending problem. Like Unless they're paying you instantly, Mm -hmm. that problem's not solved. (laughs) And so our, our team isn't focused on saying, well, we should offer bulk payments, or we should give this feature we should be saying, how can I get you paid faster? And that keeps going.
0: Excellent. And do you guys mind telling uh, Clio customers and other lawyers how to reach out to you if they have feedback about new Clio?
1: Yeah. Um, in my case, you can uh, find me on Twitter, Eric C. Ben. So there's two C's in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can just contact support and say you want to talk to me. That's
0: perfect. How about you, Ernie?
2: Mostly the same. If they, mm-hmm. con- they can contact us through any of the channels, whether that's through support, sales, they'll find a way. If they nope. need to find us, we get that traffic routed to us. We're, we're really responsive, but we love talking to our customers.
0: Well, I want to thank our guests for joining us today Eric Bin and Ernie Bin, two of the driving forces behind Nucleo. We also want to thank our listeners for tuning in. If you've liked what you've heard today, please rate us on Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit legaltalknetwork.com.